0: Mr. Jacob Cass, the award-winning brand designer and the creator of the industry-leading design blog. This isn't going to be one of the standard entrepreneurship conversations. It's going to go out on a lot of places. So thank you for being on the Getting Started with Shankumar, sir. I really appreciate it.
1: It's a pleasure to be here. I look forward to it.
0: <laughs> so let's get down and dirty. I want to know where did the story start?
1: My story? Well, yeah. <laughs> how long have we got? I, I'll give a, a brief rundown of who I am. So my name is Jacob Cass. Uh, as you said, I'm a brand designer and strategist, educator, podcaster, uh, all around creative. And I run a design agency called Jeff Creative, which is also a blog which I've been running since 2007. Uh, I love design, love logo design, love branding. And this is what I do for a living. I help others grow their businesses uh, strategically. So. A little bit of my backstory. I, I've I've run Just Creative since 2007, as I said, but I've also worked for a number of agencies in New York City. I've travelled around the world to about 88 countries while uh, freelancing as well. So a big digital nomad, well I was <laughs> until COVID hit. Um, now I'm in Sydney, and yeah, I'm super excited to to share parts of my journey and answer any questions you have. So now you have a little bit of context.
0: Awesome, that- I want to know like why branding is so important for any type of business and before that i want to know what branding really is
1: branding so branding yeah. is the is the the act of branding is um, managing meaning to whatever brand or product or service or organization that you have out there so the act of branding is shaping that meaning so uh everyone has a brand whether or not they know it um so a personal brand that is so Mm -hmm. um the active branding is managing that meaning so why is it important uh i i said you you have a brand even if you know it or you don't so you should manage it so you can craft that perception in the eyes of the audience in the way that you want to be perceived um let me let me just go down this a little bit further so if you think about water for example Mm -hmm. if you put 20 different brands of water in front of you What brand are you going to choose if you ask about 20 different people from different age brackets and different demographics they'll all choose a different brand based on their perception of each of those brands and who they are and what values they align with or it could Mm -hmm. just be the prettiest bottle but the idea is that that's what branding has done it's given meaning to each of these brands and that's why it's so important and powerful
0: okay so like uh, do you really think like uh, any kind of business can you know improve if if they do branding,
1: yes. So, absolutely. Um, where did you want to go with that? Because there's the branding is very important, like it's, it's sh- shaping who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what you stand for is really everything about who you are. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know where you want to go with that one, but <laughs> it's um, it's a that's a fully loaded question. Oh, okay. So
0: um, I want to ask you a very important question. Like, So let's put all the designing and the branding conversation for later. Uh, I want to yep. know a about, uh, about, little bit about your work ethic, like the, how you work, how you manage your time, because I personally feel you handle so many stuff, like you do blog, then you handle your clients, and then provide coaching calls, and then your personal brand, and then you also uh, host a podcast. So how you handle all of this?
1: Okay, so time management. The The thing is... <laughs> Yeah, I do a lot. I have my hands in a lot of pies. And I guess the question you're asking there is how do you manage to do all of that? And yeah. the, the thing is that I have been doing that since 2007. So I've been running um, a blog, so I know how to do it very productively. I, mm-hmm. now, have, I, have now, I, have, I now have writers and I have editors to help me with um, mm-hmm. the management side of things. Uh, I also have a virtual assistant to help with some fat side of things as well. I have podcast editors, video editors uh, to help streamline that process. Um, also, in terms of getting clients, that's all streamlined because of high search engine rankings. So mm-hmm. I don't have to go out and actively search for clients. So the lead yeah. gen process is already there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of coaching, I run I do five hours a week of coaching, generally five or six. And mm-hmm. so it's it's not too much. And then the rest of it is client work or social media. So I, we all have the same amount of time in the day. It's just, you have to figure out like, what's the most important, you know? Yeah. Um, and I have the, I have the platform already to, to stand on. So I have, mm-hmm. I have a solid ground in, uh, what people don't understand that or people that get in, into the industry for the first time is that if you don't have this solid foundation, it's, 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 um, it's lower in the beginning. It really is because you have yeah. to get everything set in place and you have to figure out who you are who you're serving um i guess what your expertise are what your passion is uh figuring out your niche your position um so there's a lot to it you know but i I guess to answer your question it is because i've been doing it for a while and that i have systems in place to streamline processes and i i know what i i love doing so and i just focus on it so yeah yeah, that's your—that's my long-minute answer.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Because I personally feel like time management is uh, very hard for me, and you know, it's very hard for to handle a team. As I have a team with me, it's very small, but yeah, still sometimes I got frustrated, and you know,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: that, that, that's that's kind of hard. Yeah. So
1: you're not alone, man. Like the the two coaching groups that I I, I am in, while well, I coach the two coaching groups that I coach. Mm-hmm. uh a lot of these people have the, the same problem and everyone i speak to on instagram and social channels like we all have the same problem like there's we, we want to cram as much as we can into the day but whether or not that's actually productive or we're doing things the most um ideal way it's another thing so um yeah it is practice and you have to figure out like what is the biggest priority or priorities and then focus on them so a, a good technique to use is a very simple one But just writing things down and breaking them down like rather than having huge projects and just like having this burden of having um i guess this looming project over your head you need to break it down into smaller chunks and then even Mm -hmm. smaller chunks that you can put into weekly time slots and daily time slots as well you have to there's also a different technique um the abcde technique where you you rank each of the um the tasks at hand Mm -hmm. based on the um the, the letter And then you do the a task first and then the b task um and discard the ones that aren't so important or put them further down the track so the thing is when we have too many of them we don't know what to focus on that way we're not productive we're just multitasking and we don't have clear focus and um that can be a big detriment and another big problem is not actually setting goals in the first place Mm -hmm. so if you don't know where you're aiming how are you going to hit the target you know so Writing these goals down. What are you trying to achieve? Who are you trying to become? Who are you trying to serve? Where are you going? These are big questions to answer. And Mm -hmm. only then can you actually figure out um, your time management because you, you know what you're trying to do, Mm -hmm. where you're trying to go. And that way you can break it down. But if you don't have that foresight or that goal set, then it can be much more challenging. And then you get the shiny object syndrome and you go off and uh, on different tangents. So that's just a few simple techniques you can use. I said simple, not easy, yeah. but um, it is powerful if you can get these things done. The, the task list and prioritizing.
0: Yeah, it's like it's all about like prioritizing and you know just doing the important tasks first. And uh, I I always feel like entrepreneurship. People think it's very complicated thing, and we can do this. And some some you know some random stuff they come into their mind. But I think uh, it's very simple. You just need to look at the simple things and just put on the work. it's nothing complicated
1: yeah exactly and yeah yeah have focus yeah
0: (laughs) of course uh so you travel a lot right i used to yeah Uh, yeah i mean before the COVID.
1: (laughs) yes yeah i love travelings yeah
0: yeah so uh you work in the new york city as well right
1: yes so back to a little bit of a backstory so i grew up in sydney australia Mm-hmm. um i gra- graduated from university we got headhunted by an agency in new york uh worked for them for a little bit then i've changed around agencies for about a year working for about four different agencies and i found one that i stayed with for about four four to five years and i love new york it was, it was amazing however okay. um it came to a crunch point where i either renewed my visa for two years or i uh, went on um to travel the world and that had been an a dream of mine to actually go on like a really long extended period of travel. I'd always gone to like like a few countries at a time, but not like for an extended period. so we planned a year of travel after the, those those years in New York, and we traveled for the year and surprisingly the it was much easier well, I had more time to focus on the business and travel at the same time than what I was doing in New York, so i could I ended up making more money on the road than when I was making in New York. Which allowed us to travel longer and um the reason because of that was that it it literally was more time you could you could build your business um and not work for someone else Mm -hmm. you know so i did have some runway and some foundation to stand on before that happened just to be clear um but i guess that kind of led into our you know our world travel which we did for three years and we um, we wrote guides on our travel blog which is called just Globe globetrotting so there's about Many different travel guides on there um, on just globetrotting that my wife and I wrote while we're traveling, as well as running the design business. So, or uh, and blog. So, yes, love traveling. Love New York. These uh, big parts of of my life, all yeah. were so.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, because I personally feel like when you go to some other country to work, or even if you, you know, like for a job or for even a business meeting, uh, I think uh, we learn so much about that nation or that city, and uh, we we see how they work and what's the market there and what's the difference between their customer and the customer in our country. So,
1: like yeah, exactly,
0: uh, what do you think? Like, uh, how, yeah, absolutely, and
1: yeah, the the more you travel, the the I guess the greater acceptance of of people you have, and you have more empathy. You learn different cultures, and yeah, um, you just experience life or see life through a different lens, and. Uh, that that's what's so powerful about travel and there's always new ex- there's always new experiences and you can draw on these experiences to improve your yourself and your work and your business and it's uh yeah it's really powerful so any listeners out there i do encourage you to travel once this pandemic is over to, because <laughs> it is possible it is possible to work on the road and travel and it's uh it's just i guess getting started and having a plan is the first step but yeah. you can for, for people in the first world country, um, they can travel to like a, a cheaper country and mm-hmm. live quite, quite um, comfortably. Yeah. As an example, like someone in Australia could go live in Thailand, for example, and yeah. um, literally live like a, a king because of the exchange rates and just the economy to scale. Um, and I know it's basic stuff, but the idea is that it is possible because of this. Uh, yeah. I, I know it's hard, I know it's harder for some other countries, like for, for India, for example, for yeah. Europe, it may be a bit more challenging to go to like yeah. Europe or Australia or the States, where it's just ludicrously expensive. Mm-hmm. However, if you're on the other side of it, I'm sure some listeners will be there. Yeah. I, I do stress the point that if you do go to these these like countries like Asia, for example, you can get away with having a home base there. Like if you mm-hmm. set up in Thailand, for example, you can actually travel have a home base in Thailand then explore Asia come back to the country um, yeah. as you want and that's you traveling That's you've been a digital nomad so it is um quote easier than people think um mm-hmm. but yeah
0: yeah you know like uh, new york is just like a dream city to me i uh, at some point in my life I want to settle there so yeah that's why I'm I'm pretty much very excited when I when I know like oh uh, you, you went there to work so i was like crazy i want to learn from this guy
1: <laughs> yeah new york's great it's it's uh you work hard and you play hard and yeah like the saying is like if you can make it there you make it anywhere and uh, i think it's true especially if you you are living in the city just because like yeah there's a dog eat dog world there and everyone is clawing their way up you know but it's the other side of that is that there's there's so much so many great minds to learn from and mm. so many great experiences you had, and just the concentration of yeah. people, especially in New York, is just um, amazing. And it was some some of my best years of my life living in, in New York and working there as well.
0: That's great. That's great. Uh, so, I wanna ask you a couple, you know, massive mistakes of your career. I'm not talking about whether you regret it or not, but just a couple of decisions that weren't correct and, you know, that you wanna highlight for a young businessman
1: like me. <laughs> so, mis- mistakes that I've made. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's always in hindsight. Like you can always look back and see the mistakes you made, but it's just at the time it was right, you know. And, yeah. and that's that's part of growing in hindsight that you're doing it wrong or there was better ways to do it. So, especially I especially when it comes to business, sales, customer service, like I I just didn't understand that well enough early earlier in my career, mm-hmm. um, just executing, not being a not positioning myself as a The expert just kind of being the the order taker, not really having enough empathy with customers. And uh, just to put in this in context, for example, uh, I went travelling for through the uh, for about three years, but I didn't take one phone call. Uh, That's an exaggeration. But through that that time, I pretty much did all my business through email. Probably had like one call a week, perhaps, Um, because I I didn't the time zones and the (laughs) um, the it was just harder to. I guess run the business on the phone so i kept things on email but i would have lost business because of that uh, and i didn't create relationships with my customers uh, or clients at the time yeah. i didn't really truly understand their problem i was just sending them a questionnaire however my process now is much more uh, deep i really truly understand their prop clients problems and i get to know what they're trying to achieve versus like just executing what they came to me for so mm-hmm. i guess what it comes down to is knowing your yourself your services actually understanding the client and positioning yourself as an expert i think these were some things i did um, pretty poorly earlier in my career so in hindsight that's i guess one big thing that i could comment on um as well as just i, I guess not invest in enough in myself um mm-hmm. I, yeah, I i guess right i saying. did but i yeah i because well these days there's so many courses and books um that you can in I guess learn from, especially yeah. courses online. Everyone has a course, and there's just so much more access now to to learn freely online. I, I think a decade ago it was a little bit more challenging, yeah. Um, in terms of courses, and you had a more traditional system, you know, like with university, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that it's uh, a little bit slower. Um, mm-hmm. So, for example, the digital industry, which I was moving into, the yeah. courses were not up to scratch. Like, the, like the learning web. Digital media is, it was just so antiquated that it wasn't possible to even learn those sorts of skills. So I, you had to learn everything yourself. But now these days you can actually go online, learn from someone else who is an expert and learn from them directly for yeah. a fraction of the cost. So it's, um yeah, I, I guess, I guess self investment, sales, customer service were some things that I could, um, I guess, mistakes or things that I would have improved earlier on in my career and reading more business books
0: yeah (laughs) so well there are also you know massive content available on the internet people just look at it as a you know like they are paying they're looking at like they're paying a fee for it but it's like a self-investment you're investing there to learn something great to improve your lifestyle
1: Yeah, the best investment is in yourself, and yeah. I I wish I knew that earlier, well, rather than just, like, partying my life away for the, my early 20s, which <laughs> was fun,
0: which is yeah. fun, but I, I it could have been a better balance. So, I want to know, like, after achieving this much in your life, after speaking at some massive events, like, you also gave the TEDx speech, I just listened to that, and,
1: you know, featuring
0: in Forbes and some of the massive magazines, so, like, what's your mindset mindset right now like how you look at the life today
1: like today yeah okay so how do i look at life today based on success so i i'm a big believer in like that you're not uh you can't you can't rest on your laurels right you're, you should always be growing mm-hmm. uh, if you're not growing you're dying i'm not sure who's coined that but if you maybe it's like a gary b quote or someone i can't remember but mm-hmm. yeah if you're not growing you're dying so the way i see it is that your life is a, a journey of growth and you should be improving all the time and i, I guess my mindset is in that growth mindset first and being abundant you know that's what i try to to focus yeah. on and always learn new ways new skills collaborate with people learn from other people mm-hmm. um to, to grow and the, the that that actually benefits other people as well you can help more people the more you grow yourself and that's really my mindset
0: yeah, so like you're not stopping.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I, I <laughs> love learning new things and trying different things, getting out of my comfort zone, and um, I I guess passion plays a big part of that as well. And just, I just I really love design and um, helping others, and especially in this space. So I guess that's that's really why mm-hmm. where the si- success has come from. I guess.
0: Yeah. So like, what are your next goals? Like, what you wanna do? Like a message. Yeah, <laughs> Uh,
1: massive goals, yeah. yeah. I, I, need, I do need some,
0: Achieved so many, but
1: yeah, still. Wow, that's I, I do need like a big, hairy, audacious goal. And uh, the thing is, like, it, everyone, everyone's idea of success is different. So, mm-hmm. um, it's it's really what matters to you that is important. And for me, uh, I I feel successful because I'm helping other people in the space, and yeah. that I enjoy doing that. So for me, that is sets, six sets six um help <laughs> <how, laughs> yeah i don't know why i stumbled on that so i, I guess I, i've been trying to plan next year 2021 um and yeah I, I guess i want to create a bigger like an academy where i can introduce my courses and help others on a on another level so Right now, I, I, my model is with my blog and website and social media is to really share other people's courses and resources um, rather than bring out my own. So yeah. I haven't got any of my own books or courses or anything like that. So I guess that is my next stage um, of the journey, which, who knows, may happen in
0: 2021. <laughs> that will be great. Okay. So like uh, uh, you, you do so much, you know, charity and stuff, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I business for good. So I'm a big believer in um, yeah. yeah, like doing you give back a lot. Yeah, absolutely. So, so why is that? Uh, why is that? So yeah. I, I, I'm a <laughs> I'm a believer in bi- using business for good. So rather than just be, being about money or doing it for your own your own uh, gain, it is helping others as well. So you can do that in many ways. I I, I use a not only do I. Uh, I guess, give back to designers and all that. But I also um, promote in or make impact in other ways. So there's a service I am aligned with called Buy One, Give One, which Mm -hmm. is um, basically a platform that allows you to contribute and around to different things around the world and you can track your impact. So, um, yeah, anyone that's wanting to, I guess, use business for good, Buy One, Give One is is a great service. And um, yeah, I've been a member. With them since I guess early 2019, and yeah, it's been great to, to track track that. But it's also been a big part of my business since 2007 as well. I've run many fundraisers and charity events and integrate that into my my business as well. So generally, I try to get uh, I guess I guess one percent of my revenue to mm. to charity. Um, sometimes that's uh, above or below depending on the, the year, but that's my general aim.
0: You said you get satisfied while you give back to others, right? Like, yeah, exactly. so much about the you don't think so much about the money. You just want to give back to the public, or to the. Oh,
1: public. don't get me wrong. Like, money is important.
0: It, it definitely yeah, is. yeah, money is important. Uh, if, I'm,
1: if you don't have yeah, money, like
0: you can't do anything. <laughs> How will you yeah. get back if you don't <laughs> yeah. have for your own?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um yeah, it's just I, I guess being a little bit less selfish and uh, more giving, and not mm. expecting anything back and because of it so yeah i think if we all did that it would, the world would be a, a much better place yeah
0: that that's something great i just learned from you okay so i want to know like uh, what do you think in 2030s or the 2040s what would what would be the path for the young entrepreneurs and like what should they keep in their mind and what audience should they target
1: i don't think there's been a better time ever to create your own business the mm. the tools you have available, the uh, the internet, like you have a worldwide audience, you have a worldwide marketplace. There's never been a better time to to run a business. So, I think the future of 2030 and 2040 is already here in terms of I guess some of the tools and the I guess platforms that you can cap- capitalize on. So mm. every day there's new inventions, new tools, new code, new whatever it is, and it's using these tools to really um, I guess innovate and create something new which is i guess the challenge and if people can use these new technologies and improve on them and bring out new things which is happening already yeah Um, if you just look at any, any of the huge brands out there like netflix and youtube like 20 years ago this these weren't even a thing and like there's so many new platforms and tools that have been based on these these platforms so kind of just like a snowball effect really Mm, yeah. um I've, it's kind of like um i'm not sure if anyone's heard of um, where good ideas come from but it's if you if you read that book um or listen to the podcast such as myself um have you actually listened to the blinkist summary i haven't read the whole book but um that kind of t- ties into this idea of, i guess capitalizing on current platforms our tools mm. and um creating good ideas so to answer your question, uh, I think it is using the tools that are the new tools and innovating on them to, I guess, create something new.
0: Yeah, awesome. Uh, and the final question I want to know, like, what's the story behind the flamingo?
1: <laughs> the flamingo. Yeah, <laughs> so, so my, my brand is Just Creative and it uses a hot pink neon color as the, ma- the brand. So my circle my, um, so list is no. And the, the reason why pink was chosen, ah, well, since I started in two thousand seven, has been my brand's color. The idea is that pink is energetic, it's very bright, it's vivid, it's colorful, it's bold, it's uh, unique, especially for a male in the space, and it it it's, uh, it stands out. And I was thinking, like, what kind of animal, or I'd say, spirit animal, if I can say that, uh, would my brand be? You know, and like, what actually, what kind of animal represents all of these things? and the flamingo is definitely that you know it stands out it's not afraid to to stand out like it can it's bright but it's, it's bold it's pink it's completely unique and that just completely aligned with my brand and my brand's value so um as you can see in my the background of my my studio there is uh, yeah. a few flamingo pieces of the poster and like a pillow and like a little figurine so if your listeners here, that i hope that <laughs> paints a little picture of it but yeah the flamingo' is our mascot yeah oh we it, have a we have a um, a giant uh blow up flamingo in our pool as well
0: oh, oh yeah yeah I, I saw it on Instagram a couple of times
1: yeah. yeah yeah
0: it 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 also gives a very good vibe, you know like calm and you know just happy vibes
1: yeah exactly they're happy and yeah exactly, so the very very much aligns with who i am and the just created brand
0: <laughs> yeah okay, so Yeah, that's it for this session. And thank you so much for coming. And really means a lot. I learned a lot from you. Maybe the order also. Yeah,
1: thank you. It was a pleasure. Good fun. Cheers, mate.
0: Okay. Thank you. Bye bye.